I'll add it to the list. I'll add it to the <laughs> <laughs> to the list friends i'm sorry already um you probably skipped this episode just from that little bit or you were like man i hope they do the screaming in the beginning of the song because it's amazing if you um if you hung in there thanks thank you thanks friends from from tyler and cindy hi tyler i'm brian we all know (laughs) no shit Yeah, no, it's good. We should we should introduce ourselves constantly. Yeah. It's good. Because you never know when somebody's like, man, I just want to check out this episode of Blue October, or Made Out of Babies. Yeah. Oh, what was it? I told my coworkers to call me uh, Officer. Sexy Cinnabons <laughs> at work. Oh, because I had a client yesterday, uh, and his name was Maximilian. And he said on the phone that he wanted to be called Maximilian. And I was, I went up to him and I was like, do you like to go by Max? And he said, yes, because of course anything you say with a smile. That's a lot of Big Macs. <laughs> a million? Yeah. Uh, big, big Maximilian. <laughs> <laughs> he also called the salon 10 times today because he had lost his car keys. The, the salon's not named 10 times. Not, it's named no. Stella. I feel like that could be... Uh, Max Simoleon. Big, big Max Simoleon. Simoleon. Big, big Max Simoleon. No, I don't know where that came from. Camel. Oh, should Camel. I do my rock joke? No, nobody cares. Don't do that. What did All you right. pick, baby? So I picked uh, the band Made Out of Babies, and I picked the song Silverback. Which, I mean, ultimately, if you just look at the name of the band and the song... It makes name. no sense. Well, no, it's just um, you kind of get a sense for what they're about. I mean, this could have been called Tragic Kingdom, <laughs> uh, but uh, but but made out of babies is a strange and evocative name. So I guess when I when I said the band name and before you had checked it out, what did you think they were going to sound like? About like this. You thought it was going to be more of kind of like that sludge close. rock. Well, I I was assuming there was going to be some kind of yelling. Okay. Yeah, what yelling. do babies do? Cry. Um, what do they do? Silverback. Cry. We're all made out of babies. Silverback is a cool name for things because it's like a great big gorilla, right? Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I took it down I, the toilet. For I was that. I was thinking it was going to be a little more mastodony. No, no, but, no, no, uh, no. But this is definitely uh, <laughs> this is definitely um, definitely something made out of babies makes <laughs> makes sense, I guess. Yep. Yeah. No, yeah. Um, I guess I picked this because I, I wanted to pick a Jolie Christmas project, um, which she's the singer, 
And Does she have red hair? I picture no, her with red hair. She kind of she's got darker hair. It has to have her red undertone. Maybe. Uh, Julie. If she's if, not there, if you're get there, girl. If you're here and you're listening, is there a red undertone to your hair? Don't All keep, right. On to the next Don't thing. keep if Julie Christmas like... under wraps. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, want, I wanted to pick a Julie Christmas um, you know, project that she was in. Uh, and this was her first project i believe that she was in but she did a lot of, she did a cabal uh call yeah a cabal a cabal she did a collab with um call to luna when the mariner record um was a five song uh record that she did all the vocals to which normally they're more that abrasive post-rock so this had a little bit kind of that post-hardcore kind of feel to it i really enjoy when you make eye contact and like use wink. use uh hand gestures towards me when you're talking about shit i have no clue about because it makes me feel special right well i mean i feel like it it helps you address the crowd a little better i i enjoy it yeah but um unfortunately they're not a band anymore oh shucks nah, they broke up in 2012 but uh they were formed in 2004 brooklyn new york Sludge Metal, uh, this was their second album called Coward. It was released September 5th, 2006 on Neurot Recordings, which is owned by um, the guys from Neurosis and uh, Red Sparrows. So, you know, probably know Red Sparrows. I did let you listen to a project that Red Sparrows was involved with last week, that Battle of My Song. I noticed that, that the that. cover of the album was a kid's beat up face. Was a kid's beat up face, and I was like, "Wow, that's one way to go." <laughs> <laughs> but al- the album was called Coward too. Like, yeah, it's like- there's, there's like a child with a great big black and blue on the side of their face. Like, oh my god, somebody please help that poor fucking kid. <laughs> Not a thing well, that I would I would typically put on. I mean, like it's evocative. But it's the, like you're the, you're, the you're trying to trigger people. Kind of reflects that. the music though, because the music feels like it's kind of like pummeling you. Yeah. Especially that bass, just kind of. It's just and the screaming and the screaming. Yeah. And no, yeah, totally and, makes sense. And yeah. the melting everything else, but uh, so this was a Steve Albini production. So okay. I don't you you know Steve Albini? I know the right? name. Yeah, Steve did monumental records uh, like you know In Utero from. Nirvana. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. very, he's basically he's a tape guy. Everything's recorded to tape. Oh, okay. Even now, he's still doing tape. So he's kind of you know all the the stuff that he was in back in the day. Steve, I'll be in there. Yeah, I'll be in there. <laughs> Done that. Okay, good. Or he's but, uh, to Bean, Steve so Albini. <laughs> did uh, did you think that this was? I actually, you probably don't know the Jesus Lizard. You know the Jesus Lizard. I don't know him personally. All right, so say <laughs> this just sounded like a punky version of. Bjork, in a sense. Did you get some Bjork vibes? Nope. Okay. I did have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Does that count? That works. All right. Yeah, but we call her Julie Christmas now. (laughs) 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 So, who wants to go first? Cynthia does. (laughs) I do? Yeah. Um, So, I actually enjoyed listening to this most of the time. Um, it's how I've been feeling this month, actually. Just kind of uh, just yelling into the void? No, because I was on a bunch of hormones because we're trying to expand our family. And mm-hmm. then my gynecologist was like, just kidding, Cynthia. Let's put you on birth control for a month. And you were like, ah! Yeah. <laughs> that fucking sucked. That sucked, man. Uh, so, <laughs> and Tyler takes this is how I feel. <laughs> headphone off. 
fuck this. So the screaming did make me feel better about my cramps and how my body is hating me right now. <laughs> well, also, I think bef- no, it was after I picked this song that we went to the ocean and I played the album. And you seemed to be vibing to a few of the songs. <laughs> At what point in the day did you play this? sleepy time <laughs> right so i don't remember that because uh we went to the dispensary and then we did a bunch of edibles and then that synced in and i really don't remember too much i think you guys are going to be great parents i hope it happens yeah thank I'm you sorry. tyler i'm sorry you're frustrated with that it's still thank not an excuse you. for listening to this, this music though I, I kind of like the That's fact the that you only silver it. lining or a silverback <laughs> I could find from this. <laughs> Did you? I mean, because for me too, like I like. It's really not that bad. I'm I'm teasing a little. I know bit. I, the, I the really screaming like... is is kind of overdone, like the pan screaming thing. I could see like maybe it's cool life. Like, yeah. There's there is a thing that happens with I think especially your picks, but in general with music, that there's a certain live stage volume thing that makes something way better mm-hmm. that listening to it even in headphones or or you know when we're trying to do our homework it just doesn't have the punch mm-hmm. that live music has yeah and so i think you probably are very good at um either turning the music up to the point where the stereo distorts and feeling that way or just like you know how in your head it's supposed to feel or like you you have like that feeling tape. Um, <laughs> no he turns it up way too loud yeah. and that's why he can't hear well, anything I, mean, I say but that i mean um great um but that <laughs> uh, that uh i feel like that is part of your your dichotomy is that yeah. you have like a you want you're capable of listening to the recorded thing and be like this is a live feeling like you're you're yeah. i think you're and getting also, that more like than i am certain volume or volumes too kind of um you know, whatever it's like a droney section or if the bass cuts through, it gives you a little bit more of a full body kind of feel. So, you know, cranking the volume up, you get a little bit more yeah, well, and s- of a sense out of um, things. So there's a there's a thing that happens, like we talked in the last episode about Cynthia encountering Gwen Stefani kind of at a, a certain time where um, uh, her solo music had just come out. It was an mm-hmm. important time in Cynthia's life. Right. And so that CD imprinted on her in a different way than it would have if she had heard Tragic Kingdom first or something oh, like yeah. that, right? So I think in your case, a lot of what imprinted on you was probably scene music. It was probably like live stuff that you got exposed to at a, a point in your, I'll, you know, I'll, in I'll your, let you at least call it scene music, but it's not technically scene music. It was a scene. Jesus it was a scene yeah, that you was, had access you to. I remember he was on a sub when... When Brian you would consider these, someone no. seen, that's like the long Baltimore. emo. No, you, this is just... Honey, you and your subgenres. I'm yeah. just like, oh well, my so, God. So what I'm saying is that you were you were part of, uh, it was part of an a, area it was at part a time. Of a, I would say more of a feeling. when, like you know, It's also in the era of... Like, it's more Revolver than a feeling. Mag- it's a journey. Well, like it's kind of in the era of Revolver Magazine. Like A lot of the artists that I wound up taking a look at was just from a little snippet in a Revolver Magazine. Sure. And that's how... And you had access to them because you were in Baltimore. Revolver magazines? No. You had access to live music. Like, you had access to some, some things that were I going on around you. I had access to music because I had access to a computer. <laughs> <laughs> and so, your parents didn't care what you so, watch. So, and I uh, could download things. Or okay, I would so, go, yeah, I, I would go to a store and buy, like, a CD. You know, we had a Best Buy that I would buy. I would go... How in. much, like... How often would you listen to live music is a question. 
like how often would you get to go like on a weekend there's something happening or sorry oh around this time i wouldn't have this was like how old were you so i guess i got into to made out of babies when their third album came out i think it was like 2006 or seven maybe i think it was around then i had just gotten out of high school a little bit so i was like just kind of experimenting with with local music and stuff yeah so i uh, i mean so that tends to like to my mind like the most impactful music that hit me was stuff that there were other people around me that I was either like part of a cool crew because there were so few people that were into a thing mm-hmm. or it was live music that I had exposure to that was somehow removing me from my you know from my comfort zone so I think in, I'm in a little bit of none of that though because like I guess the people that I was hanging around with are where you're like kind of your goth kids. Like they, they listen to like, you know, uh, lots of AFI, lots of that stuff. But I found myself the one going through and seeing the little tiny box in that revolver magazine with like a band, like made out of babies, murdered by death or giant squid. And like actually kind of taking away like the big, you know, the big articles and the big bands and checking out these smaller artists or even like going to the album review area. Right. So, I mean, so what I'm saying is that like at that point in your life, you had already kind of made this. I was part of a scene that I didn't know I was a part of in the sense of when I got, you know, when, when I became more independent and realized I'm like, oh, okay, you know, there's not a lot of us, but there's a lot of us in the sense of a community that like weird fucking stuff more or less. Okay. So like you, you intentionally sought out things that were in the margins. Yeah. Is that a, is that a fair thing to say? Yeah, I could say that. Yeah. All right. So like we all come like we all see music through a certain lens. You know, if you're raised in the church, you've got a certain mm-hmm. lens on the way music is and right. what hits you ends up being the thing that kind of like uh, shapes the way you perceive as you go forward. And in your case, you were looking intentionally at the margins of what was popular and attached yourself to that pretty young, you know, like right out right out of high school. If that's what you're, you're like, Revolver's the cool magazine, and I'm looking at the things on the edges of the cool magazine. I wouldn't even say it was the cool magazine. I would say it was it the was. magazine. I mean, well, it was for me. Like, that That was, was something that was like It was, was cool like in a, the sense that it wasn't the big things that I liked from it. It was the little snippets of things that were, like, quality. Like, when you had somebody rate something, and it was, like, a high, you know, this was, like, you know, back when converge put out you fail me it was like these albums that got rated. no idea who that is it, <laughs> me neither hard, um, but you know just like albums that had gotten a high rating or high praise like that's where i heard of baroness you know back when like the big thing was like the red album came out and right. they were like this is the best thing to fucking come well, out so this i year. know baroness through you yeah and i like them a lot and they've probably changed a lot since their red album yep but um but like the vast majority of the stuff that you were exposed to you intentionally had to seek out I did. Um, and so that's, I mean, that's part of the strength of this, I think, is that you're um, like made out of babies is something that I'm going to go out on a limb and like probably most of my friends other than you and maybe some of our other mutual friends have never heard of. And that's cool. I mean, it's cool to check right. out things like that, but it's also like where was this such a small for leak? <laughs> but, and, well, but the, the thing is, when you're you're aiming at um, like a video that's got four thousand six hundred and fourteen likes, yeah, um, there's a very narrow audience for that. And you, I mean, that's kind of did, your uh, intention. Though. Did you watch any of the live videos? Um, no, because 
I had a finite window to go through these. Okay. Um, neither one of the episode, neither one of the um, songs that I clicked on had any comments enabled. Um, and the uh, like, they had like thirty-six minute, forty-minute um, videos of of live recordings. So it would have been like sifting through that to find the song I didn't know yet. Ah, gotcha. You know, so right. Um, so well, okay. So we got Cynthia's opinion on it. I we never really got your full opinion. Yeah, I mean, I I um. I think, I mean, there's something there and, um, and I think that Julie Christmas, I think she's a good one to, to follow. Like, I think that she's fronting that band and has that kind of power. I respect any, is, any woman really, that wants to take that punk, uh, role of just being like, you know what, I'm just going to do whatever respect, the fuck I want. I don't respect any, but ones that do it well, I do. <laughs> well, and she seems to be doing it well. Um, who else is in the band? Sandra Thanksgiving. <laughs> Good one. I, I approve of that. Um, Sandra Thanksgiving. I like that. Um, yeah, but like I, I, this is not a listenable thing for me. You know, like, so that's the, that's the thing where like, I would have to bend my, like I listen, I grew up with like Deftones. Yeah. You know, like I, I did have some, um, some things that were kind of like at the time considered in the margins, but now are considered mainstream maybe. Um, so like it's it's just hard for me to listen to uh, screaming and have it be like a, yeah. a, a comfortable and thing for me. I, I do think as far as her voice goes, it that's an acquired taste too because it's that kind of it is very abrasive Absolutely. because everything's yelled, um, but it really does work well. That's why I kind of was hoping that you did watch some of the live videos. Yeah. Other than you know as far as like sound quality goes, but it, it really delivers off to the point that she wants to make and. And she has such a distinctive voice that that's why I think, you know, for me, she's a big part of like that, that music that I like to hear because yeah. she's in a bunch of other projects, whether it be like post rock stuff or, you know, this more sludgy kind of stuff that her voice has that her, her own like little signature thing. Like when you hear it, you're like, that's Julie Christmas. Like right. that's, that's such an iconic thing for me when it comes to like the, the scene and um, at least just music in general is just having something that someone can hear and go, oh, that's that person, like, immediately. It's identifiable for yeah. you. I like it. I like the punk vibe from it. Um, and, you know, just the fact of I don't care what people think it sounds like. I'm just going to fucking do it. Yeah. So. I wish she showed more range uh, and not just screaming or talking singing and like one just using her chest voice i wish there was like some other range show no, there's probably other songs that she has definitely. She oh herself. yeah this, definitely. this was their second album and, and honestly this had a lot of like rehashed songs from their first album on it so this was basically look we kind of got big like we got a good producer in let's you know we they got a good batch of songs together yeah the next album after this actually had a lot more range as far as what she does mm -hmm. and then the battle of my stuff was completely different direction but you know she did a lot of different things on that and then she did a solo album that was very much just her so she got to work with more of her voice you know still abrasive but you know a lot more dynamic um right. you got lyrics up there can we do those oh we're doing lyrics all right, so we're going to do... I had no idea what any of them Lyrics were. to Silverback. I'm going to try to not... Uh, this is probably going to be tongue twisty. Drying stains spell things and words uneasily. In crowded pens, a drying mouth final. Hiss of growing limbs. 
faster than the skin. The arrow pointing to the thunder of the tanks and vacant lots down dark pathways. Special paintings line the wall, the ghastly glow of broken saints. The cheeks of working flames burn blue and spit out words. See what we've done. We stayed up all this life for you. And now you owe this much for good. We'll leave it at that. Uh, okay. Well, when you first read uh, Drying Stains, I was like, are you still on Wind It Up? <laughs> Drying Stains! Uh, that was for me. That wasn't for no, anybody else. That was the come in the pants. Yep. Gwen Stefani. We've all been there. What, uh, I guess, what do we rate it? Four. I was expecting higher from you with the I I, I thought you would have maybe attached to the drums a little bit and the bass kind of that kind of like just that bass feel. says no. Yeah, I, I, should, I don't know. Like maybe if I gave it if I gave it more time, I probably would have liked it more. But I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I thought I, today was Thursday. Okay, I I picked this one because it was more <laughs> it was more kind of full. There's a couple other songs with just like the bass, like ding 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 ding. ding, ding. And yeah. I think I should have picked one of those. Yeah, well, but. I mean, like, it really, there's screaming. Like, the, right. the pan okay. screaming thing is, is like, it's always going to be a... Screaming this before. Is an, well, and, this is an intentional, like, I'm I'm disrupting you from you liking this kind of right. vocal style. That's... that's and it that. wasn't Cookie Monster. No. No, it wasn't. <laughs> Cynthia, what'd you give it? Uh, 5.9. I'll take that. I gave it yeah. an 8.7. Of course. <laughs> I like it. She's very uh, influential to me. And, you know, I think more people should just, especially more women. You know, I feel like women are, are very scared in, in the punk community or just whatever DIY community because it's tough being a woman in, in projects. But, you know, fucking do it. Like, there's a lot of people to stand up for. It's tough being a woman. Yeah. It's tough being in projects. Like, I like seeing tis, tis, Task play because they're fucking killing it. So It's tough being a person. It's tough being a person. <laughs> um, what is, it's tough being anything. Yeah. So, What's your pick for next week? What, were you going <laughs> to ask yourself what was your so pick Brian, next week? So, Brian, what do you want to pick for next week? Well, Brian, uh, we're going to pick 36 Crazy Fists and the song Skin and Atmosphere. So, we're going to do a little bit of, I guess you could call it metalcore, new metal, metalcore. New metal we don't core. need your categories. Yeah, I, they don't. They don't help me any either. Yeah. No new metalcore. Right. Also, Is that for Antonio? I, I suspect that you do them poorly. I also suspect, like, I'm not a, a genre buff, but I suspect also, that you do them poorly. What, what did you say that I am horrible at this? <laughs> was that what, what was, what a was, previous was, episode? I, I, I might have said, "I love how bad you are at this." Yeah, that could be it. Something like that. Yeah, I, I love do. how bad you are at this. I do. <laughs> That's what it was. Hey, I rated Tyler's song lower than yours this time. Yeah. I hope you noticed yeah, that. That's true. By point two. What was the name of this album again? The what? This al- album for Made Out of Babies. Yep. Coward. Coward is the name of this album. Sandra Thanksgiving and Julie Christmas Holiday Special. <laughs> cool. And I'm Barbara Halloween. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Um, I don't know what to say. Well, I'm going to close the episode without uh, 